Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. Uh, Kia ora everyone and welcome back to the podcast. This conversation is going to be a deeply personal conversation around marriage and relationship and recreating. I wanted to record this to share, even though Henari and I had originally thought that perhaps this would be a private thing that would just be personal for us. But in talking a bit further, we realised that this could be a really useful conversation for other people to hear, given how challenging it really can be in long-term relationships. Like seriously, (laughs) long-term relationships are not a walk in the park. And we hope that by me sharing this conversation could be useful for um, many people to hear in some way, shape or form. So, Henari and I have made the decision recently to end our first marriage. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) We've made the decision to end our marriage. And in doing so, we're then going to recreate a new marriage together. We've been together for 18 years. We've just uh, celebrated our 15-year wedding anniversary. And the 15-year wedding anniversary felt like an absolute milestone for us both. It felt like a very much the end of an era and we wanted to make that end of an era be very official and to sort of like clean the canvas together to be able to start a new relationship together because the people that we have been over these last 18 years is very different to who we are now and what we want now moving forward and the kind of relating that we want to have together moving forward. And that's actually the challenge with very long-term relationships is that we grow and change. The people that we once were when we met together, those people are long gone. (laughs) We've grown, we've evolved, we've expanded, our perspectives have changed, we've healed things, we've, we've moved forward so much that it felt really good for us to make that a official thing to complete off this first relationship essentially that we've had together and to start afresh. And I think these are the challenges that we have in very long-term relationships that the people that we once were when we first met are not typically the same people that are standing here face-to-face with each other now. And do we just sort of coast along 
in a very non-deliberate way and keep recreating the same way of being with each other, keep being and seeing each other through the same old eyes, and in turn having someone look back at us in old ways of relating as well? Or do we be deliberate and somehow create a way in which we can clean the slate and come together again, meeting anew and in new ways? And this is what we have created a way in which we can do together, which I'll share more about. But before we get into that, I want to say that I see there's three things that we are challenged with in long-term relationships. I think one, we're challenged with how do we grow within ourselves in a long-term relationship when we are in a environment that's seeing us a certain way. Day in, day out with our partner and we are sort of anchored into certain ways of being. Here's how I see you and here's how you see me and here's the unconscious agreements that we have together, day in, day out, being in an environment that sees us a certain way, really through eyes of the past, the challenge there is, how do we grow? How do we become all of who we can be when there's so much sort of patterning into old ways together? And over the years, Henari and I have found, I would say, one of the main ways in which we've been able to overcome that in a long-term relationship is to really value times apart. And we have very intentionally and deliberately over the years created a lot of time apart from each other. Um, And one of those ways has just been simply having time apart, like in a hotel or back when we really couldn't even afford that, was we would go um, away in a tent (laughs) just to have some time on our own away from each other. And what that's allowed us to do over the years is to unhook from each other and to come back into our own space and our own thinking. For me, what it's allowed me to do is to have regular time to step away and and dial in for myself and think, you know, what do I think? What do I believe to be true? Who is Kate separate to the relationship, separate to being a mum? And those times of stepping out and stepping and dialing in for myself have been crucial in my growth over the years. So that's something we've really valued for about 10 years now is regular time apart. In fact, as I'm recording this conversation, Hinari's actually having three nights to himself in a hotel. And we've had a couple of conversations since he's been away. And this weekend for him is, whoa, I can just feel the amount of shifts that he's making. So that challenge of how do we grow within ourselves in a long-term relationship is very real. But the other thing is, how do we grow together? Because it matters that we grow within ourselves individually. And also in a long-term relationship, it does matter that over time we're growing in that same direction together. We're growing together. Otherwise, what ends up happening is that we outpace. One of the partners outpaces the growth of the other partner. And that can happen over seasons but what really matters is that how do we come back together and refine each other as well? And that's been something that we have definitely experienced. And I shared a little bit about that in last 
the last podcast episode. So if you want to share, hear about that, then feel free to go back and listen. And then I would say the third thing that I see as a real challenge in long-term relationships is how do we also clear out the things that can build up in the background? You know, over the years, frustrations build up, disappointments build up, hurts, pains, resentments. Things can build up in the background just very much over time. And if these things aren't cleaned out of the background of the relationship, it starts impacting the relationship itself. We start looking at our partner through diminished eyes. And then they get the experience of us looking at them in a diminished way, which then there'll be a reaction to that, which then creates a vicious cycle. And I don't have the magic pill for any of this. But what Henari and I have done really well that we're both really proud of is throughout the years, we've been willing to have really decent conversations. We've been willing to check in and, and feel into the landscape of what's actually needed. And there has been times where we've grown apart. And there has been times where we have struggled and grappled with all sorts of things. And we somehow have managed to come back to each other and to complete things and to recreate. And I would say the last 15 to 18 years, 15 years of marriage, 18 years together, has been a complete process of recreating, recreating, recreating. But now as we've come to this sort of 15-year marriage milestone, this one felt like a biggie. This one felt like a real transition between sort of the first half of our life and the second half of our life. And the first half of our relationship, the relationship for both of us in the last 15 years, the marriage, has it's been really challenging at times, like really challenging. We came into the relationship, into the marriage, genuinely ill-equipped for a thriving happy marriage we came in with a lot of our own background stuff that we've had to do some solid work to work through and honestly 15 years later now we're at the place where we can now finally stand on top of those years and years and years of work and stand anew looking into a new future but it's taken some bloody work to get here. Anyway, so our decision has been that we wanted to close off this, what we're now languaging as first marriage together. And we wanted to do it in a deliberate way. We wanted to be intentional about having that actually be completed and sort of bookending it. And it felt really... Um, felt different to actually language it that that's our first marriage <laughs> like to actually put language to that that was our first marriage and our first marriage together is now complete and together we're going to start a second marriage and we went away for our 15 year wedding anniversary and we were very deliberate about the conversation that we had in terms of what was our first marriage together 
Our first marriage was this, this, and this. And we were deliberate about um, some conversations that we had about our first marriage. We were deliberate about celebrating the first marriage and celebrating the people that went through that first marriage together, the, the different versions of us along that first marriage. And we closed it off and we completed it. We also had a crap ton of fun. Oh my God. It was like, I think, most fun we've had in a long time. And we're now in a sort of like a transition period. We don't have any languaging for this. It's, it's something that we've never seen anyone do. And it's new and it feels innovative and it feels creative. And in this new transitional period that we're in together, we are giving ourselves some space. We are intentionally, and this is a very deliberate process, we're intentionally coming back to ourselves asking ourselves some really quality questions about who am I for me in this next second half of my life? What matters to me in the second half of my life? And really building ourselves up individually and strengthening ourselves individually, hence why Hinari's away this weekend and having a really beautiful time with himself to ask himself some great questions and have, you know, the, the things that he needs. And when we're ready, and neither of us know how long that will take, but when we're both ready, we're going to kick off our second marriage. And we're going to do that in a deliberate way and some, some kind of ceremonial way that will open up the second relationship together, which ah, feels so good. And... um yeah, we'll just be at a very in a very different energy. I can feel it. But what's really cool is that this transitional period is really giving us a, a place to sort of heart's hard to describe, really, kind of like clean the slate, if that makes sense. And it's sort of giving us a moment to really unhook anything that needs to be unhooked and really dial into ourselves individually and strengthen ourselves individually. And then when we come back together for our second marriage, then it gets to be a very deliberate place with a, you know, standing on top of the the years that have been and coming at this in a, just a new way. Oh, and by the way, just in case this was confused at all, we're actually still living together. We're still living together. We're still just doing all the things like we are best friends. We get together. We get along so well. We We business well. We parent well. We friend well. We do all of these things. Um, and we're still living together. We're still doing all the things. We're still doing business together. Um, while actually we have had times in our life where we've lived apart temporarily to do a transition like this. This time it just didn't feel like we wanted to. This time it feels different. So most of this transition is about the deliberateness of first marriage is complete. The deliberateness of we're now in a transition and then you know, taking real care of ourselves individually and in a inquiry. And then the deliberateness of having a new ceremony together that will kick off um, marriage too, so to speak. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, I that's what I wanted to share. I hope this has been useful for someone. And I think if I was to do any summary comments, it would be this. Trust yourself. and 
give yourself the freedom to create whatever it is that you need to create. I genuinely don't think that there's any one way to do life. I don't think there's any one way to do relationships. And I don't think there's any one way to do marriage. And I think what sucks, the big one, is that if we look out and think, oh, how is it supposed to be done? How am I supposed to do this? What's the right way to do this? Um, and that's in relation to anything, whether it's parenting, marriage, or life. That is only going to lead, lead us down a path of trying to get it right, trying to follow a path that's worked for other people, and yet does it actually work for them? I see a lot of relationships that feel like they are going through the motion, that feel like they are stepping over things and accommodating stuff. And what I'm deeply proud of with Hinari and I is that we've had the courage and the bravery to have new conversations together again and again and again. And had the courage to stay in some conversations that have felt unfamiliar as we've navigated what the second half of our life, the second half of our marriage would actually look like. And it was through these conversations that we discovered um, this way that we could do it. And as we as we talked more and we started to kind of, this, this kind of got revealed to us, we were like, that feels fucking awesome. And all of our, both of us, you know, was green lights, ding, ding, ding. So yeah, that's us. First marriage is now done. <laughs> we're in transition and um, we'll be kicking off our second marriage at some stage soon when it feels right for us both and we'll be doing something ceremonial that feels celebration and all the things with some new vows together and um, as I've said um, gazillion times second half best half if you've seen any of my Instagram stories or listened to any other podcast here you'll know I've said this a number of times second half best half and this is just as true for our marriage as it is for anything else. Second half, best half. Up and up from here, my friends. Hope this has been useful for you. Much love. See you in the next conversation. <laughs>